0: words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. One of the most challenging and important tasks for a preacher is to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable. Those of us who need to be assured, uplifted, or are grieving Desire to hear words of comfort. Those of us who are doing pretty well, feeling generally satisfied about life, or maybe we're lax in our faith, we need to hear words that cause us to be uncomfortable. Whether we want it or not, we need to be afflicted by the call of God. What I mean by this is that throughout the nave today, There are both groups of people, those who need a word of peace, and those who need the fog of their complacency blown away in order to hear a call to action, to repentance, and especially on this day, to a holy Lent. These actions of comfort and affliction are not easy tasks. There are days when Like each one of us, I don't feel particularly comforted by God, and I have a difficult time offering a word of comfort to other people. And there are days when I am pretty content to live in my own little bubble, and I don't really want to be afflicted by a deeper call of God on my life, haven't I given enough already? Well, Ash Wednesday is one of those rare occasions when our liturgy and the readings line up not only to accomplish one of these, comforting and afflicting, but I hope both. Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. He speaks these words during the famous Sermon on the Mount. It's part of a discourse on moral teaching. Jesus knows that we all struggle to find balance in our lives. When we focus on personal gain, we lose sight of God. When we spend time only with those people who look and act and think like ourselves, we neglect the diverse neighbors we have around the world. His words to us are certainly worthy of our reflection. So what is it that you treasure? Clearly there's an indictment here against fattening up our bank accounts at the expense of neglecting our faith in God and service of our neighbor. And while money is a serious spiritual issue that we all need to address, my guess is that for many of us, Jesus' words about what we treasure might refer to something else in our lives. So what is it that you treasure? What takes priority in your life? As followers of Jesus, we're not to focus on the accumulation of wealth. So what are the treasures in our life that our hearts should be turned to? These are the questions that we are encouraged to engage upon during Lent. It is today, on Ash Wednesday, that we're reminded of our mortality. We'll hear the words, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. We do not do this out of some morbid fascination with death, but rather as a simple reminder that we have come from God, and someday we will return to God. Our lives are a gift, a gift that should be treasured and not squandered. Each and every day is a gift, and Lent is a time of 40 days that we can use each day as an opportunity to examine where our treasures really are. Those of you who garden know that changes begin to occur each and every day towards late spring. The seeds that have been planted sprout up and suddenly begin to flower and fruit. Each sunrise, all of creation wakes up to embrace the gift of God's day. Watching my children these past few years and their rapid and too fast growth is an incredible reminder of just how precious each and every day really is. Every day they grow a little bit more, they look a little bit different, and they mature more and more. Each day with my son Hill and my daughter Palet is a gift that if I miss out on, I can never get back. Lent is a most appropriate season for taking an intentional look at the gift that each and every day has for us and to see where our treasures truly lie. Many of us will take on a discipline of giving up something for Lent. That something may be a type of food or drink Chocolate, caffeine, and alcohol are popular choices, I hear. We might choose to give up shopping for these 40 days. Or we might give up a bad habit through intentional prayer, hoping that these 40 days will turn to a permanent change. It's good and appropriate to give up something for Lent because when we miss that thing that we have given up, it reminds us of the commitment that we've made to God and the loving sacrifice that God has made for us on the cross. But the purpose is not to suffer for the sake of suffering, nor is it to go on a diet for a litten weight loss program, but instead to have a litten practice that focuses our attention upon God. We might even think about specifically doing something, getting rid of something in our life that keeps us from a closer relationship with God. Now another way to approach a Lenten discipline is to take on a spiritual practice. You may already start your day with a short devotional and time of prayer. But if not, I would encourage you today to pick up a copy of Day by Day or of our 2018 St. Michael Lenten devotional book. Both are available on racks and tables around the church. Making a commitment to start each and every day with a meditation or devotion praying morning prayer, or reading through the Gospel of Luke, each of these is a transformative spiritual practice that will lead us into a deeper relationship with God, a daily and deeper sense of peace and of comfort. Whatever you choose as your personal Lenten devotion, discipline, please know that all of your clergy are committed to pray for you during this time. If you find that you're struggling in your Lenten discipline to keep it going week after week, let us know ways that we can help and support you. Also, if you're having trouble coming up with something special to do for Lent to help you draw closer to God, let us know and we will be happy to help you find a Lenten discipline that will meet you where you are. My prayer for each of us this Lent is that by taking on one or more spiritual practices, by giving something up or by taking something on, we may clear our heads and our hearts and have a focus point each and every day, directing us to a closer relationship with God. Through this process, we can learn about where our true treasures lie and how we can work to ensure that it is upon these treasures where our heart rests. Through fasting, through reading, and meditating on God's holy word, through your Lenten discipline, May God draw you ever closer than you've ever been.